Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to StephanieMiller.com to find out how. Oh, hi. Good morning, Glenn Kirshner. Thank you for coming. You know, it's a school night. Ivanka tried that to get out of court, that it's a school night. And thank you for coming on a school night. (laughs) Happy to be here. I already finished my homework. (laughs) I mean, Glenn, have you ever heard such nonsense? So, of course, that was rejected immediately, her saying, it's a school night. Really? You can't afford child care? She was just at Kim Kardashian's birthday out here in Beverly Hills a couple of days ago. I mean, these people really do think they're above the law, don't they? They, they do, and it's worked for them for decades. And, you know, it's part of the, the same kind of nonsense. Is Eric Trump saying, I just poured the concrete. Yes. I mean, yeah, and I guess Don Jr. was, what, involved in road construction? Yes. I, mean, I know he was doing something with white lines, but I don't think it was painting it on ah. the roads. Oh, Oh, you know what? He's just, he's on a roll since sexy liberal. He can't stop. You can't stop. Glenn thank Kirshner. you. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> okay. So now, <laughs> now back to the legal. Okay. So break down for us what is happening here. Cause this is Maggie Haberman this morning, Glenn saying, you know, basically they were running the company, especially Eric and suggested their excuses will not have an effect on a case that's already largely decided. We have to keep saying that, don't we? It, it, they have already yeah. been ruled a fraud and lost their business licenses. It, it, talk to me about why you have the kids testify, because obviously there was a lot of they don't recall. <laughs> right? A lot of I don't yeah. recall. I wasn't involved. I wasn't yeah. there. Um, so the, the, the reason they're going through this exercise now is because Judge Ngoron has to decide, one, how much will they be made to pay back of their ill-gotten gains, and two, should they be barred from doing business in New York moving forward? And the answer is, of course, yes, but Judge Ngoron needs to develop the evidence that supports his ruling, should he decide to go that way, that they are prohibited from doing business in New York. And when you're Don Jr., and you are the certifying official signing your name to documents saying, yes, these estimates are accurate regarding our assets and now you don't know if you did it you can't remember i don't know anything about accounting seems to me 
Don Jr. is building his own record that he should not be doing business in New York. Yeah. Well, you know, Glenn, you always say it's documents case are, you know, tough to, to fighting it because they're documents. <laughs> they're, and I, as I understand it, he testified that he never worked on his father's financial statements. Uh, but he's listed, of course, he's been a trustee and at least one of the documents bore language saying the trustees are responsible for the documents. So, you know, clearly it's a load of crap. I just don't know. Is there a chance they pay some legal penalty uh, is there you know a perjury charge at some point or no yeah that that i think is the real danger zone because if they're caught lying under oath even in a civil case that could form the basis of a criminal charge for perjury so you know and people will say well if he just keeps saying i don't know and i don't remember that's perjury proof and it's too long a discussion to have right here but it's not perjury proof. One example is we've had witnesses that we have caught saying, I'm going to take the stand and I'm just going to tell them I don't remember anything. Well, bingo, we have evidence to charge somebody with perjury under those circumstances. So, you know, we'll see what the New York authorities, it would be the district attorney's office, Alvin Bragg's office, who would bring a perjury charge. We'll, We'll see where that goes. Yeah. Um, because once again, the examination of Eric Trump grew tense, uh, as, and he grew visibly agitated when pressed about his understanding of his father's financial statements that were used to support real estate transactions. Um, the prosecutor used a series of emails dating back as far as 2010 and phone conversations to argue he was familiar with the statements contradicting his testimony. Again, it's tough to argue against documents, right? I mean, even if you say, oh, I don't remember that, which I guess Don Jr. said, right, a bunch of times. Yeah, they say they're saying they don't recall. Um, but as you say, when their signature is on a document, you know, there's no way around that plausibly. And the only question is, are you going to lie about it or not? And if you lie, you're going to be held accountable. But they keep saying things like, well, we were relying on our accountants. We paid them yeah. millions and millions of dollars to produce, you know, the, these documents for the for the uh, Trump organization. But, you know, let, let's break that down and expose just how absurd it is. You know, one of the big ticket lies, frauds they perpetrated, was saying that, you know, daddy's penthouse was 30,000 square feet when it was, in fact, only a little over 10,000 square feet. So are they trying to convince us that their accountants went into the apartment with a tape measure and and blew it by 20,000 square feet? No, that's not the accountant's role. The accountants take the information presented to them from Trump, from Eric, from Lil Donnie. And then they put the documents together and then Don Jr. certifies they're accurate. So on the front end and the back end, there is provable fraud. So this whole it's the accountant's uh, fault will not sell. Yeah. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, 
where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And speaking of little Donnie, as you call him, um, this is, I, I, you know, there was a clip, I don't know where it was, him, him recapping his testimony yesterday. And he said, uh, did two days of testimony, had some fun in the process. I think even the judge found me a little bit amusing. I mean, it's all just big, a big effing joke to these yeah. people, isn't it? This is, you know, a family that has had, you know, this drowning in their own privilege and getting away with this crap for God knows how many years, right? Yeah, how to, how to have fun with fraud at the expense of the New York taxpayers. That ought to be, you know, their next book. Yeah, and and I love this exchange yesterday. Eric Trump was venturing a long explanation about why he didn't agree with something, and the lawyer, just when he stopped, said, are you done? And so, of course, Eric got all outraged and flustered. Even the judge had to explain the lawyer had not, he meant that seriously, the judge said the lawyer not meant to interrupt you. They're just not used to being challenged in any way. The judge had to say he was waiting till you were finished. He wasn't trying to be snarky. It's just, but... I just feel like that and Ivanka saying, oh, I can't, it's a school night, and Lara saying, oh, Eric missed a school play. <laughs> it's just they really think what the justice system revolves around their schedules. I mean, it, it's yeah. insane. Yeah, and, and, Va- and Ivanka can't afford child care, which right. is really sad. Yeah, I guess that $2 billion hasn't been freed up yet from Saudi Arabia. Don't know where that is. Eh. Okay. Um, Andrew Weissman, uh, AG, talked to us about this yesterday, said uh, that uh, this document in the New York trial could be hugely important to Jack Smith and Fawny Willis. It would show that Trump knew, at least as of one fifteen twenty one, that he had not won the election and was returning to his private life and business. Um, this was came up. I mean, it is interesting, right, how at some point all these trials intersect. The, that could absolutely be used, couldn't it? This, this. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. I, I thought that was an interesting point. I, I do think, you know, Trump will fall back on, well, you know, they lied about me losing the election. So if that's the way they're going to play it, I had to get back involved in my business. Look, there is always a BS explanation for what we know the true state of affairs is. Trump lost the election. He knew he lost the election. His own officials uh, and agency heads told him he lost the election. He said in an Oval Office meeting, I don't care if there was no fraud undermining the election. Just say there was and leave it up to me and my Republican allies in Congress. There is conclusive proof, Steph, that he knew he lost the election. Yeah, but just one more piece. Okay, so you said October legal recap. The month started with a New York judge imposing a gag order on Trump. The month ended with a D.C. judge importing a gag order. So in some ways, it was a pretty good month. Um, so what happens now? I mean, I still remain befuddled that these these uh, orders are so narrow that he's still free to go off on the judges and prosecutors. <laughs> but but you yeah. tell me where, where we're it, at. It with feels this. like our only shot at accountability in the near term is not necessarily enforcing the gag order or sanctioning him when he violates it, which he will. But getting that jury selected beginning on March 4th, the the jury summonses just went out. Hundreds of D.C. residents are being brought into court in January, months ahead of jury selection, to make sure they have enough qualified jurors to move forward on March 4th. Then that trial will take about four or five weeks He will be convicted so fast it will make his head spin. I believe he will be sentenced to prison and he will not be left on release pending appeal. That's what we have to keep our eye on that ball and that schedule because that is how justice is finally going to come for Donald Trump. This is J6 keeping 
I know, Chris, I'm, I'm getting just as excited. I speak for Malcolm Nance when I say my penis can only get so erect. Okay. Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> you also tweeted in his latest court filing, Jack Smith is attempting to walk Trump step-by-step step ever closer to a pretrial jail cell, as, as you discussed on your show. Um, talk to us about that for a minute. Uh, so that's, yeah. So we know Donald Trump will violate the reimposed gag order. Uh, from Judge Chutkin. Now, let me add that he just filed in the appellate court in D.C. a request that the gag order again be stayed or paused while he appeals it. Judge Chutkin denied that request. I suspect the D.C. Court of Appeals will deny it as well, so it will remain in place, but we'll know soon enough. He will violate it. And then the only question is, what will the sanction be? As I have said all along, it ought to be revoking him on pretrial release and putting him in a jail cell pending trial. He's getting closer and closer to that yeah. every day. A um, couple of tweets. You uh, just also sent a thrill at my other leg that was not unthrilled yet. <laughs> Regarding the reporting that D.A. Willis has not made plea orders offers to Trump, Giuliani, Meadows, and Eastman, that's not unusual. There is no right to a plea offer, and prosecutors often decline to make plea offers to leaders of a criminal enterprise like the one Trump headed up. Um, so talk to us about where we are on Georgia for a minute. Yeah, it's not at all unusual in RICO cases. For example, in, in the one, ones that I handled, you don't make plea offers to the biggest criminal fish. You say, fine, you want to plead guilty because you don't need to flip them against anybody because they're the big fish. So you say you want to plead guilty. You can plead guilty straight up to the indictment. In other words, we will take no charges off the table. We will make no sentencing concessions to you, but you can walk in and plead guilty to every count in the indictment. And then you get a little bit of a reduction from the judge for what's called acceptance of responsibility. But you know what? You get no plea offer because you're the big criminal fish and you need to go to prison. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um. Glenn, you, uh, by the way, speaking of something, I'm trying to keep all these trials straight. You also said Trump mocked Pence for dry speaking of people that will testify against him. You said that uh, Trump mocked Pence for dropping out of the presidential race, laughing when one of his supporters yelled out that Pence is a traitor. Guess what? Pence will get the last word, if not the last laugh, when he testifies against Trump uh, as a sharply incriminating prosecution witness. Um, yeah, talk, talk about that for a second. Yeah, Mike Pence is such a sharply and directly incriminating witness against Donald Trump. There's no doubt he will testify in the D.C. trial. And Pence is on record as saying a number of things. One, uh, uh, Donald Trump was relentlessly pressuring me to violate the, the law, the Electoral 
Count Act. And at one point, Donald Trump said to me, you know what your, pro your problem is, Mike? You're too honest. The reason that's such an important statement, Steph, is because it proves that Donald Trump knew that what he was asking Mike Pence to do called for dishonesty. Yeah, yeah. It was illegal. So Mike Pence will crush Donald Trump as a prosecution witness at trial, whether he likes it or not, his testimony will crush him. Okay. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to go on a limb as a really uh, great lawyer and prosecutor. No one, no client has ever called you a little oh. uh, as a little effer. Yeah. Uh, John Carl in his new book says that uh, uh, he reports on a particularly heated moment when Trump uh, related to the hush money trial. Uh, when the judge announced the court date March 25th, he reacted angrily, waving, waving his hands and shaking his head. He appeared to be yelling at the lawyer sitting next to him at Mar-a-Lago. This was on a Zoom thing. Um, uh, that's in the middle of the primaries, Trump yelled. If I lose the presidency, you're going to be the reason. He continued nearly 30 minutes after the court appearance ended. The camera was turned off. A withering attack on per or perhaps the most highly regarded lawyer on Trump's tr troubled legal team. He said, you little, or you're going to cost me the presidency. <laughs> And Obvious, which, lawyer, which lawyer was that this, he was berating? Uh, wait, which lawyer is this one? Uh, this was because Carrie the Ford divided by the guy that's uh, uh, um, in the, um, what do you call it? Uh, this is the hush money case, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't know which I one this is. I lose track of all of Donald Trump's lawyers, but yes. we know he berates all of them, right. you know, eventually. Yes. Yes, I don't. I can't. Who can, who can remember? It's not the parking garage or the uh, I don't know other lawyer. So, <laughs> um, but he, let, this brings us, as it always does, to uh, Judge Cannon. I mean, it, it, she of course is the only one that appears inclined to help him with his delay, delay, delay tactics. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it seems so clear she should recuse, but you know, will she? I guess is the question. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think she will. I've got Judge Cannon's fifteen-page. Uh, ruling here that she issued day before yesterday within minutes of Judge Chutkin issuing a very succinct professional five-page ruling. I, I don't want to give our listeners or our viewers homework, but you know you might want to give Judge Cannon's order a read because she again reveals for all the fact that she's biased in favor of Donald Trump. She berates and criticizes gratuitously and even in a snarky way Jack Smith in the Office of Special Counsel every single turn. I mean, yeah. she does it about 10 times. It gets uncomfortable just to read it. So again, she continues to build the record that her, and here are the legal catchwords, that her impartiality might reasonably be questioned. It's a very low standard yeah. to have a judge be required under the federal law to remove themselves from the case. I still hope maybe we see uh, a motion to recuse from yeah. Jack Smith, but I think that train may have left the station. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I, it, you know, she could not be uh, any more ill-equipped to preside over the case involving the very person who bestowed on her a lifetime appointment as a federal judge. Thank you. Yeah, and Jack Smith, basically, that's what he said, right, is that, you know, he tried to say, hey, judge, he's trying to delay, delay both trials at any cost. Uh, you know, the, obviously, every other judge seems hip to this. Real quick, you tweeted, a trial in Colorado seeks to disqualify Trump from 2024 presidential ballot under the 14th Amendment. Here's why the evidence proved Trump's engaged in and gave aid and comfort to the insurrection. I mean, I'm not a legal legal like you are, Glenn, but it, it it seems to me to be a very clear argument, you know, and I am of the we got to stop him by any legal means necessary. Uh, yeah, this, this is this is going to be an important ruling from the judge in Colorado. 
Um, I, I can't imagine she will rule any other way than to say the evidence amply supports Donald Trump incited, engaged in, assisted, and gave aid and comfort to the insurrection. And therefore, he's disqualified from having his name placed on the presidential ballot. And, you know, they opened strong crew. The Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington is the organization doing great work that brought this case on behalf of Colorado voters. And they put on Officer Daniel Hodges, who we sort of famously and horrifically saw his head getting squeezed in that door on January 6th by those Trump supporters. Then he put on Eric Swalwell, who, quote, choked up during his testimony, recounting what he and his colleagues went through on the on the floor of the House. And it's a powerful presentation. It's an important wow. legal development. And the judge, I think, is going to get this right. All right. Um, legal rock star. And by the way, you're just you're bringing your A material these days since yes. you've been hanging around the sexy liberals. The jokes are just <laughs> as good I'm as the to, legal analysis. Trying to be analysis. like y'all. Trying to be funny. You, know? <laughs> you are. <laughs> jokes and legal analysis. That's the right. best. All right. Love you, Glenn. See Thanks, you next Glenn. Week. Love you, Steph. There, See you guys. <laughs> there he goes.